Hey everybody, welcome back. In today's episode of Raising Unicorns, learn how to optimize and organize your ad account. Why? Because it will help you make more money. Unicorns are real. At Harm Brothers, we use insanely shareable video marketing to scale businesses from where they are today to where they want to be in the future. And we've been honored to help several companies grow into those majestic creatures. <laughs> On the Raising Unicorns podcast, we share the knowledge we've learned along the way to help you grow your business into the success you know it can be. So whether you're working towards that unicorn status or just going from hundreds of thousands of dollars to over a million in sales, hit subscribe and come along for the ride. All right, you guys, welcome back. It's great to have you today. We're going to do another quick win episode. This time we have with us Mr. Tom Brzezinski, famous ad buyer here at Harbor Brothers. He's got a great topic that he's going to cover for us today. Tom, what are we going to talk about? So the big thing that we're going to talk about today is just having a quality account structure and keeping it simple. In the early days of my ad buying experience, I was spending north of $50,000, $75,000 a month, but I was spending more time chasing my tail than anything else because I was running like 25 different campaigns in an ad account. So I was spending a crazy amount of time just trying to figure out what I had running in each campaign. It was still very much the wild, wild west with ad buying. So the idea of having a very clean set account structure was pretty new. But fast forward to now, six, seven years later, over my time here at Harmon Brothers, I've found that having a clear concise account structure is really crucial in helping the overall health of the ad account. Also being able to clearly see what you have going on. Would you say that having a good account structure, and we'll talk about what good means in a second, helps you to scale better and be more effective with your ad spend? Yes. And can it do that regardless of what creative you're running or any of those other factors out there? Just having this piece in place, can it really make an impact? Yes. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Just yes or no answers. That's what we love to hear. All right. (laughs) So moving on, Tom, let's get into what does it mean to have a poor ad account structure versus a good account structure? Poor account structure to me when I get in and whether I'm consulting on an account or I'm going into audit an ad account or I'm the primary ad buyer for that ad account, I'm getting in there for the first time. The big thing is there's no clear indication for top, mid, bottom funnel. So I don't know, am I targeting the right people? Am I retargeting people? Am I mixing audiences? Am I spending inefficiently because I've got audiences of different sizes in a single campaign. When I first get into an ad account, that is one of the things that I look at. And I've seen a lot of ad accounts like that over the years where they have audience sizes mixed and you can't see that quickly or easily. So you've got to spend time to drill down into what's going on. And it takes a lot of time to kind of figure out where money is being spent, who's being targeted, and even what assets are being used. Awesome. Okay. So if our listeners are using an agency as an example, and they want to to kind of get in there and see what the structure looks like, how are they doing when it comes to organization and kind of how efficient that agency is being. What are some things that they should look for? When they're getting in there and looking at that, one of the things is just for a lot of agencies, when I've looked in accounts that are using agencies to do their ad buying, one of the things is just having a consistent naming convention. And part of that naming convention is an indication of where your top, mid, bottom funnel is. And a lot of times they'll use abbreviations like TOF, MOF, BOF. I number mine just because I'm a little anal like that and I want to be able to sort my campaign 
campaigns, even having that naming convention of seeing that TOF, MOF, BOF, and a lot of agencies, just because they're in so many ad accounts, they have to have some degree of structure. So when you're getting in and trying to see what an agency or your ad buyer, anyone is doing, that's kind of a good indication that someone is getting in there. And in my opinion, being responsible with what they're doing. As we've been talking, you've mentioned some of these pieces that are important to have. Can you walk us through kind of the ideal account structure, at least the way that you do it? What are some things to look out for, how to set those up so that it is organized and you can be efficient like you've talked about? And then maybe give us an example of the kind of impact that that can have that you've seen with other clients. I think the ideal account structure for me when I get a new account, and this works for accounts where I'm spending $200 a day to accounts where I'm spending $10,000 a day. The big thing is first and foremost, I clearly have my campaigns labeled. So that way, I can show only my active campaigns and I can sort and then I can very clearly see my top, mid, bottom of funnel. That works really well for me, but also allows me that if I'm a little heavy on my top of funnel, I can scale back if needs be. Or if I'm weak in my bottom of funnel, I can very clearly see those things and make adjustments accordingly. One of the other things that's really helpful about having this kind of account structure is that it also allows me to easily see what kind of optimizations and objectives I'm running within a meta ad account. Because one of the other things is having a good account structure and having it be a healthy account structure as well is utilizing other objectives from Facebook. In my top of funnel, I like running not only a conversion campaign, and that can be a variety of different things, but also a traffic and possibly a post engagement campaign. There's a big cold audience out there, and I want to be able to market to a lot of people very easily for not a lot of money. And that helps feed my bottom of funnel. And if I've got everything kind of numbered and labeled, I can see clearly how each piece is kind of feeding that top, mid, bottom funnel. So having that good structure in place is very clear to not only the ad buyer, but other people within the organization that are in there paying attention to those sorts of things when they need to know what's going on with ad spend and just on their social marketing platforms. What kind of results can you see when you get this right? I think the biggest thing, especially recently, we worked with a client that we had talked about and I had gone in and done an audit of their account and made some recommendations on building out a very similar structure, not only at the campaign level, but at the ad set and ad level. And we took over their ad buying for them in early December, late November. And in December, we spent just over $37,000 as I was in the process of restructuring their ad account. And we had a good return on ad spend. And this is based on Meta's performance numbers. We were just over four return on ad spend. But then in January, based on that structure, and this is using some existing content they had as well as some new content, but primarily was using existing content, we were able to get up to just over a five return on ad spend and spend $140,000. So we went from spending under 40 to going over $140,000. Yeah, what is that? Like a 300% increase or something like that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic to be able to see. And the great thing is that here we are five months later and that account structure has enabled us to not only go from $140,000 in spend to well over $200,000 a month in spend and still doing it successfully. 
Are there other things that could have contributed to that massive gain? I mean, frankly, that increase in ROAS is impressive. Obviously, the spend increase about 350% is impressive as well. Were there other things that went into that? Or would you say that just getting the account structure right had that kind of effect on things? Getting the account structure right gives it a better chance for success because you can see what's happening, where it's happening, and even have a better idea of why it's happening. If you don't have a clear structure and you're having to chase down every single piece of what's going on, you spend more time chasing things down and instead of spending your time optimizing. And because of that account structure, we were able to clearly see what's working, when it's working, why it's working, so that when we do have new content, we could place it accordingly and then scale accordingly. It's an easy, quick win, right? Get the structure right so that you can get everything else down the line right. When you do that sort of thing, that's when you start seeing the real results. And so let's get into a bit of the specifics, maybe the nitty gritty of this naming convention that you're talking about. What are the things to look out for there? I think the big thing is at the campaign level, you have that account structure, but getting in and for me and saving time is also getting really great granular and nitty gritty with your ad set naming convention. You know, putting in your ad set name of who you're targeting, even a brief idea of if it's a specific offer you're using for that audience. Is it men? Is it women? What age are there particular interests that you want to put in there? Because if you don't, then you're going to have to go into the individual ad set. You're going to have to chase all that down. And that takes time. You're looking for the information rather than just seeing it right there, right? You have to dig for it instead of seeing it kind of at that top line. If you're running, let's say, 10 different campaigns and each campaign has three ad sets and you start running the numbers of three ad sets and it takes a few seconds for every ad set to open and to load, Mm -hmm. you spend 15, 20 minutes just waiting for stuff to load and that's time. But then also down to the ad level, again, I kind of carry through a numbering system all the way down to my ad level so I can see how many iterations I run of my ad. I'll even put in an idea of my ad copy, if it's a certain image, a certain video file. So then I can clearly see I'm using this video file with this ad copy, this offer. So again, I don't have to drill down into the individual ad itself and take the time to see that. I can just clearly see in the name of the ad what I've got going on. Fantastic tip. If I remember correctly, you have kind of an image of the way you do this structure and the naming conventions, right? Yeah. Is that document in a format that we can throw it up online and give people a link to it so they can see what you're talking about? I've got it somewhere. I probably need to clean it up and make it a bit more generic. We could pull it from the Almond Cow account audit and throw an image up there where it's just like, I don't know. Do you think that would be useful? I think so, because everyone does their own naming convention. And if you look at people like Brit, who has run a lot of Google ads, and I hate it just because it takes more time. They'll do a lot of underscores instead of spaces, Uh which just takes more time to me. And because it's... You have to use that pesky shift key and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. (laughs) And if I forget it, I don't know. It's just, it displays better in Google Analytics that way. But at any rate, yeah, that Almond Cow document, I think should should have it. And I think it'd be really helpful for people until you see it being done. It's hard to kind of wrap your head around how it could work. So we will get that online. We'll throw it up at hbros.co slash account structure, all one word, hbros.co slash account structure. And you can see how Tom set his accounts and naming conventions up. So you reminded me of something funny with that pesky shift key. I had this 
person that I worked with several years ago, she never used the shift key. She always used the caps lock key. So when she needed to capitalize something, she would hit. So say she has to capitalize, I'm going to the store. She'd go caps lock I, caps lock apostrophe M, going to the store. It was terribly inefficient. Similar to if you set your ad account up the wrong way, the inefficiencies over time will just kill you, right? Just use a shift key and you're off and running. All right, Tom, I think that'll do it. Thanks for sharing your wisdom and we'll talk to y'all soon. Sweet. Cool, man. I read all your comments, usually when I'm on the toilet. 2TMI? Sorry, not sorry. So if there's a marketing topic you want to know more about, let us know in the comment section and we'll address it in a later episode. Do it right now. Just don't forget. 